0: Welcome to Illinois Family Spotlight, a conversation about faith, family, freedom, the state of Illinois, our nation, and conservative action. Here's David Smith and Monty Larrick.
1: Thanks for making Illinois Family Spotlight part of your day. During this edition, Carol Davis with the Illinois Conservative Union will explain how social media can be used effectively by conservatives to help win elections and impact our culture. Miss Davis gave her presentation during the recent Women Win 2020 conference in Washington, D.C. That event was sponsored by Freedom Works, and Miss Davis is the chair of the organization's Activist Advisory Council.
0: All right, so maybe I can kind of move into some of the areas where those of us who are a little bit older are engaged on social media. And why does social media matter? Some statistics and it might even be a little, you know, a year too old. Eighty-one percent of Americans have a social media profile. Sixty-eight percent of US adults are on Facebook. Sixty two percent of US adults get their news on social media. And social media has power on Capitol Hill. A roll call survey revealed that 75% of Capitol Hill staffers believe that between 1 and 30 comments on Facebook or Twitter are enough to grab their attention on an issue. So that's why we have to be engaged. We have to be where the voters are. We have to be where the legislators are. And we have to be where the other influencers are. it gives you the opportunity to to be a reporter. We actually have our own example of that right here in Illinois, Diane Benjamin. <laughs> Diane Benjamin in Bloomington, Illinois has been a government watchdog and a blogger for a long time. She works uh tirelessly to expose corruption. And social media enables her to enhance her message. You know, a blog You know, if a forest falls in a tree and nobody's there, does anybody hear it? You know, a blog can sit there forever. Social media helps her get it out. And an example of that is recently in Illinois, she broke a story. She got an inside scoop that our automatic voter registration system had, through a glitch, accidentally registered non-citizens to vote. She broke that story on her blog, and it would have died there because guess what? The State of Illinois Board of Elections doesn't want anybody knowing about that. So what we did was we were able to amplify AMP, AMP Freedom Works. We were able to amplify that message, and it became national news. That is how powerful you can be. Follow Diane, And watch what she's reporting. Follow these bloggers that are breaking these stories. But, and let me caution you, what our group has done is we have been very careful to vet the stories that we're retweeting and we're sharing. Because you know what? Our reputation is based on the integrity of what we're sharing. You know, if you're sharing these wild conspiracy theories and, you know, these marginally... Let's face it, yeah, the Russians planted a lot of bogus stories last election to fool us into sending them out, sending them out. Don't fall for it. If it's from a source that you've never heard of before, vet it, folks. Don't uh, harm your own integrity and your own reputation by sharing garbage. Now... I, I just want to, and I'll repeat this at the end, but FreedomWorks is awesome when it comes to training people on social media. If you've got a group in your state, or if you can get a group together, invite FreedomWorks out to do an AMP FreedomWorks training for you. They will get into all the mechanics that I don't have time to get into today. They will teach you how to tweet, they'll teach you how to be more effective on Facebook. They'll, they'll get you engaged on those platforms. And you know what? You need to go back into your sphere of influence and maybe put together a group to say, hey, you know what? That's going to be where it is this next election. We need to get trained. I've got just the organization that will come out and do it. So we want to you know, be where the voters are. Be a reporter. Here's something to consider for this next election cycle. People are isolating themselves. You know, how many of us used to just be reliable door knockers, you know, hey, or making those phone calls in the phone banks Well, people aren't answering their phone, and they're not answering their door? So how else are we going to reach them but social media? Plus, now we got the coronavirus, people will be self-isolating. So we may not have that face-to-face interaction that we rely on to get our message out to the voters. So social media is going to be critical for that. So get trained, get on there. And of course, as I said, the whole purpose of this is to amplify. Drop the rock in the pond and watch the ripples wave out. And that's what we've got to do. Now, of course, women are expert multitaskers. We've created, we've turned it into an art form. But... We got jobs. We got things to do. We got families. We got laundry. We got dinner and all that stuff. We don't have time to spend on social media all day long. So here's a few little things that I've adapted in my own day-to-day that might help you. And I'd love to hear your suggestions at the end, you know, when we do Q&A. Since we've got limited time, you know, I've seen a few people who kind of get sucked into the black hole of social media and they realize their day-to-day life is suffering, and they check out. And, and so they kind of burn out quickly on it, and they get out. Well, that's not the solution. So what I do, if people follow me on Facebook or Twitter, they'll kind of see my postings are actually in the morning and around dinner time. I set a schedule for myself on social media. And you won't catch me there during the daytime when I'm supposed to be working, because I'm working. So I set a timer. Most of our phones have timers. 15 minutes in the morning, 15 minutes at night. And I make sure that I block that time out and I try to make it as effective as I can. So you can set certain people to come up to the top of your feed or you can just search the hashtag. If you want to know what FreedomWorks is tweeting about today, search hashtag AMP, A-M-P, FreedomWorks, F-F-W, AMP F-W, and then you can just go through trusted sources, just retweet, retweet, retweet. You may not get time to do a deep dive into some of this stuff, but if you've got trusted sources, you can just go ahead and be secure in the fact that you're retweeting or or multiplying their efforts. Same thing on Facebook. I've got certain candidates and freedom works and a couple other organizations in state that I trust to come to the top of my feed. So when I'm in there, I am not going down these crazy rabbit trails and getting lost. So hopefully that will kind of help. Now, another thing I'm very careful to do is I don't get goaded into dead end debates. And my basis of that is Matthew 10:14 where he says, you go into the town, and if they don't listen to your message, you shake the dust off your sandals, and you hit another town. So don't let these hardcore leftists... And I do check out their profiles. If I see somebody with a really snide comment or something like that, I'll jump over to their page, and I'll take a real quick scroll down, and I'll say, oh, boy, forget it. (laughs) Not going to waste my time on him. I want my valuable minutes on social media to be spent on persuadables. Focus on persuadables. That's people who you can tell are just not really solid in, you know, they're not being obnoxious. And then on my iPhone, I love the Notes app. And I suspect that even Android probably has something similar. But when I run across a short article or a great short video, no lengthy things, I paste the link in my notes app. And then when I'm on social media and I see a persuadable kind of talking about a certain subject and I think, "Ooh, I've got a quick video, I've got a Prager video on my notes app, paste it in there I will, instead of even making a comment sometimes, I'll just paste the link to that Prager video. So, And I'll sometimes even do that with lefties. Instead of spending the time to debate them, I drop a link. It's like a mic drop, walk out of the room. (laughs) And it's so hilarious because sometimes I'll kind of go, I won't engage them, I'll just leave it and walk out. And I'll go back later, and you can see this person, like, post, 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 post. It's like they're trying to get me engaged. Don't fall for it. You are leaving them twist in the wind there, and they look so silly with this whole string of comments that aren't getting any response. So, yeah, that's kind of how you can just zing them a little bit. And again, if you put links in, make sure they're to short things because we all have a limited amount of time to spend on social media.
1: This is Illinois Family Spotlight. More on social media with Carol Davis with the Illinois Conservative Union after this.
2: This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The global pandemic of the coronavirus has us all looking at a new normal that doesn't feel that normal at all. We're learning a new vocabulary, a new set of habits, a new set of rules, and a new set of expectations. There are so many deeply humbling aspects of the COVID-19 crisis. Among them is the timing. A couple of short weeks ago, it would not have seemed plausible that we'd be facing a shutdown of travel between the United States and Europe, a 40% fall in airline travel coast to coast, and a suspension of athletic events. School children are not in class, college and seminary students are not in classrooms, and campus by campus, school by school, the populations have been evacuated. We should all be hoping and praying that social distancing will slow the spread of the virus and soon that we'd see an effective vaccine as well. All of this reminds Christians that our only hope is found in Christ. Our ultimate refuge is only in the one true and living God. We knew that, but we need to remind ourselves of that. We need to share that with our neighbors, even if we share it with our neighbors at some distance. I'm Albert Mueller.
1: This is Illinois Family Spotlight, and during this edition, we're focusing on how conservatives can effectively use social media. Here's the second part of a presentation by Carol Davis with the Illinois Conservative Union during the recent Women Win 2020 conference in Washington, D.C. The event was sponsored by Freedom Works, a service organization for grassroots activists.
0: Now, we're going to do some Q&A, but some of the other online or social media type things you've heard um, mentioned here. We grew a very large activist group just west of Chicago, which is pretty amazing because it's so hardcore left there. But the way we did that was engaging people through social media. And we do something, in addition to, you know, bigger events, we do something called Pub Night. And it's every other Tuesday... And we hold it in, in a little local establishment, and we will use our pub nights, and the way we promote that is in the early days of the founding of the nation, our founding fathers used to gather in the local taverns, and they would strategize on ways to defeat the British. So modern-day patriots can do the same thing. So we have our pub nights, and we will use those nights to do Rumble Up as a texting app, and FreedomWorks can tell you all about that, and they will get you engaged in helping candidates with that. They'll train you on it. And we'll just have a Tuesday night texting night where we all get together. We, you know, order a pop or dinner or whatever we want at our pub nights, and we'll just sit there and text and chat for, you know, an hour or two. We had, I don't know, maybe 20 people at pub night. Okay, 30? (laughs) And we sent about... 5,000 texts that night for a a local candidate. So that is the power of the media that we hold in our hands these days. Another thing that's fun to do, you know, I'm a graphic designer, I design books for a living, so I'm pretty comfortable in that medium. But memes are great. Those communicate a lot. So, um, and I've heard recently, and maybe some of the younger folks can enlighten me on this, I've heard an expression lately says the left can't meme. Yeah. So maybe we'll we'll find out more about that during the Q and A. I'd like to. I guess conservative memes are better. <laughs> it's true. It's the same. You know, and and always when you share stuff, I mean, if you put hashtag AMP Freedomworks, they might share it out for you too, and before you know it. I mean, like today's event is getting shared all over the place, going viral. So there's so much power in this. You know, another tool that you can use that I use a lot, and it helps me, a suggestion for you, is you can actually set up something called Google Alerts. What I do is I set them up for particular candidates or subjects or organizations, and Google will actually feed me emails when that candidate or that subject pops up in the news. And I can do a real quick check of what that is. You know, sometimes it's not so nice. But, hey, if it's something positive about the candidate you're supporting or an organization that you like, you can share it. And so usually you, there'll be links or something like that where you can just find it, make sure it's what you want to share. Again, make sure it's something reliable. Protect your integrity, protect your reputation, and share share those things on Google Alerts. But those are are great ways to make the most of your time online. I think that's pretty much the tips that I've had. And so I would love to have others share tips that they've had and ask questions. So whenever uh, anybody has a question, let's, let's go for it. How do you make a meme? Oh, There are websites where you can actually generate a meme, and they're full of copyright-free images. So you never want to just grab images off online because they may have a copyright, and you could actually get sued. Publishing, and I I know that well. So I know a lot of people think, oh, there's a great picture, I'm just going to grab it. Well, chances are someone has copyrighted that image. So... And you know, uh, FreedomWorks might even have a, a resource, a listing, but you can find websites that will allow you to build a meme. So you, you say you want to do a meme about uh, capitalism. Oh, Emily, yeah. It is in the AMP handbook. It does, we do have a couple links in there. So great. So if you call FreedomWorks and have them set up a training for you for social media, you're going to get a great AMP handbook with that, with that training and it'll have all kinds of wonderful resources, as well as all the mechanics of getting online and, you know, engaging. So, But yeah, you can jump on these websites, put in a search topic, the thing you want to build a meme about, an image will come up, and then you can just put your words right over it, and then, boom, you're good to go. I mean, you can really seriously create a meme. If an idea pops in your head that would be a great visual, you can create one in two to three minutes at the most online. And then post it on social media and share it.
1: Carol, can you give us some quick tips on how to vet an article before you share it?
0: Yeah, you know what I'll do is I'll actually go to the website where the article is linked. And you can pretty much tell by the way an article is written if it's just something that's kind of been cranked out. And I don't know, maybe it's just a gut feeling you get for it. Then you can also Google the name of the organization. You've looked at their website. Google the name of the organization behind that. And this can be done very quickly. And if nothing pops up, you know, that's got any history of that website or that person or that writer, then I would start to question. You know, you can always save the link and post it later if you've, you know, got a chance to vet it and it's still current and, and a current issue, but let's not just be kicking this stuff out, because you know what? The left likes nothing more to than, than to make conservatives look like idiots. People hate me sometimes, because I'll get on their posts and I'll say, this is trash. You should take this down. They're making us all look bad. Hey, Carol, you might want to tell them about the satire sites, like Babylon Bee and The Onion and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. Yes. We love Babylon Bee because it is a conservative satire website. But just make sure you're sharing it with a smiley face so that people don't think you're serious. But there are satire sites on the left, too, where people have actually, conservatives have actually shared as a serious article, you know, uh, yeah, Donald Trump has decided to, well, yeah, you know what I mean. So... Great point, Rhonda, you know, to make sure if you're at a satire site or your link's a satire link, you know, make sure you understand that. And you're, whoever you're, twi- you're sending it out to understands it's a joke. A so. um, couple of ideas if, for the memes. Um, two apps that you can get, they work on Android, they also work on, on Apple. Um, meme generator is a great one, and it has a lot of the pre-pictures that you can use. They're, they provide a lot of different options. You can also import your own photographs into it, which is great. So that if you take a picture of something, you know, you take a picture of the White House and you want to use it, your your photograph. That's a great way because nobody can sue you for your own photograph. So meme generator is my favorite. And then there's another one called Mematic. Mematic is basically is that spelled? Either one of those are available for Android or Apple. They're very easy to use. They're self-explanatory, so get out there and start popping some memes out. The briefer that you can make them, if you can keep the words to 20 words or less, if you can keep them to a dozen words, 10, something super, super short. If you write a paragraph, it's not a meme. That's wonderful. Thank you for that, Lori. Thank you. In wrapping up, I just want to say, remember, FreedomWorks will come out. They are truly the service organization to the grassroots. So please give them a call. Get a group of, you know, 10, 20, you know, call your local Republican organization and say, this is our battleground for the fall, folks. The coronavirus virus might have everybody behind their doors. We need to be on social media. And so get your training and get engaged in that.
1: Carol Davis with the Illinois Conservative Union and chair of FreedomWorks Activist Advisory Council. Find out more about the Illinois Conservative Union at ilpac.org. That's I-L-P-A-C.org. And be sure to visit freedomworks.org. And you can follow FreedomWorks by searching hashtag AMPFW and take time to search hashtag WomenWin2020. Please support the work of Illinois Family Institute and tell a friend about Illinois Family Spotlight. Until next time, God bless.
0: Thank you for listening to Illinois Family Spotlight. For more information, please visit us at ifiaction.org and look for us on Facebook and Twitter. If you would like to email us questions or comments, please do so at back at ifiaction.org. Until next time,
1: stay engaged and keep your eyes on the prize.